Yes, hello, don't worry. We never go too far. We are always happy to be here. Hello, hello. Yes. We are always happy to play in the space of co-creation. And who do we have here? You are speaking with the Fairy Collective. Excited to have you with us. Yes, we are excited to be here. We would like to say that from our perspective, we are seeing more light in your world. We are seeing dances of new colors coming in from the sun. We are seeing the reflections off of your energy bodies, those of you that are aware and inviting these energies in. They are dancing and flit flickering and glittering. Mm -hmm. We do understand that it is going to be important for you all to bring the new energies into your bodies, bring them into your being. They are sitting on the outsides of your energy field. Invite them in. They're going to help you navigate much of these new energies that are coming in. We can feel through Gaia her excitement. We do understand that there are many changes in your world, and some of you are being brought into your knees, you could say. It is important to come back to Gaia, come back to her energy. Mm. work with her so that she can work with you mm -hmm. mm. from our realm we do see we see so much from our realm we can see the veil thinning and we can see the welcoming of our existence into more more people's minds and hearts and it makes us excited it makes us so excited that more people are accepting that magic is real. And we would like to remind you all that there are so many young ones that are looking up. They are looking up for someone that they trust to reinforce in them that it is okay to believe in magic and that they believe in it too. The children, the children are going to bring in so much joy and connection. They have such an amazing part to play in the energies that are coming forward. What can we do to help cultivate that in these children coming in? Hmm. Expose them to play in wonder and magic. Let their creativity soar. Do not try to stifle them. Mm, let them be creative. Let them play. Mm, play and wonder. Spend time with them in nature. Teach them how things grow and how much magic is in the entire process. The magic of life and creation that is held in the seed. Mm. I'm feeling like this quarantine that we're experiencing where parents are having to find creative ways to, to work with their kids, we're kind of creating that new structure of what a school could look like. Yes, we have been feeling this energy as well. And the fact that you can <clears throat> remove them from the traditional system and instead, now that you are at home, you're beginning to see that which comes natural to your child. What are their natural instincts? What is it that they want to learn? What is it that they want to spend their time doing and creating and exploring? They know, 
they instinctively know where their gifts are, foster their sense of wonder. Mm. <laughs> the children are going to teach their parents so much. Mm. They are going to help each other grow a great deal. Many of the parents now are open-minded enough to help their children come into themselves. And as they offer the nurturing support to help the children grow into their being, from that place, the children have so many lessons to teach their parents, so much magic to bring in for their parents. Mm. The children that are coming in, they're such beautiful souls. They bring so much light with them. And their lights are just waiting, waiting for the right environment so that they can truly shine. So we would like to applaud all of you parents that are, that are trying hard to nurture that environment into their lives. The children are going to have an easier time interacting with and seeing our energies. Don't be surprised if your little ones see little glowing lights out in the fields as you garden with them, as they are very well rooted in that sense of wonder. It'll be easy for them to accept our existence. Then they will help their parents to see us as well. So we will see you as lights? In the beginning, in the beginning. People usually see us as lights. Well, there's a lot more detail to us, and it does require a little bit more of a getting to know us and their focus. But in the very beginning, you usually see a little ball of light floating around mm. in nature. Mm. We are coming in close. We know a lot of you are being called to start cultivating gardens, being called to start cultivating a connection to your own food source. When you come coming back to this connection in a healthy way, we are happy to be here to help you smooth through this transition, to help you smooth through this energy. Mm. Yes, we are happy to teach you all that we can. So what is a good way for someone to tune into you? To tune into the energy of the Fae? Yes. Mm. Through a sense of play and wonder and dance and nature, we would say that is our essence. Play and dance in nature. Mm. Mm. And know that we are there. You can call us in by welcoming us, by trying to imagine us playing in the grass and the trees by creating little fairy doors. We love this, this fashion or fad, you could say, which has developed where people are creating little homes for fairies in their gardens. It is a welcoming mat for us. It says that you welcome us into your being, into your existence, that you believe in us. And those actions help reinforce and strengthen our energy when it comes to interacting with the human world. So continue to create that way. It helps us call us into your world. 
So what has been the catalyst for these new ideas, these new concepts and in creating fairy gardens and building fairy houses and doors. Why is this emerging now? Because you know where you're going subconsciously. Your people are following their calling. These things are flooding all of your attention right now because we are moving into a time where we are meant to work together and get to know each other. And it is reconnecting to that sense where people are listening to their inner child that is saying that they believe they they know that oh the serious grown-ups don't want them to but but they believe anyway and they're feeling that calling so strongly and we are so excited to see how many of you have been listening to that little child that inner child voice which says it doesn't matter what what any of those others say i believe hmm. us fey always have a little bit of a rebellious personality so we do appreciate these moments when they are used in the most constructive of ways yes can you talk a little bit about fairy magic Hmm. Fairy magic. So fairy magic comes from a place of joy and excitement. That sense of feeling so much excitement over something that it almost has no choice but to be birthed into existence. Hmm. <laughs> yes. Fairy magic is also very closely tied in with the energy of life and Gaia and the life force. Us fey love to nurture life. It is, it is our purpose to help nurture the plants and different forms of elemental energies, which need to have a caretaker in some ways, you could say. And it is our job to be able to hear the trees, to be able to speak to the grass, to be able to feel the energies that pulsate through them. This is where a lot of our magic lies, is we are so very closely tied in with nature and we feel the life force energy of all of these beautiful creations. And we spend a great deal of time communicating with and getting to know them. Hmm. Are humans able to tap into this magic? Yes, of course you are. Humans, some humans still do today, and some had long ago and just forgotten. A lot of your ancestors were very well rooted in this energy when they all had to work with nature. A lot of humans used to work with nature and didn't rely on just a select few to do so. When the grand majority used to play in the dirt and watch things grow. We used to have a relationship and we could whisper things on the wind and send it to you as we're engaging in the same caretaking energies. Mm. It is this caretaking energy which is going to create a bridge as we are both caring for the same things. It allows this alignment of our energies so that we can start to interact with each other more. 
Can you talk a little bit more about um, the interactions you had with our, our ancestors, the human ancestors? Mm -hmm. Yes, there were many human ancestors that knew we existed, that felt we existed, that would see us out and about in the garden. And there were many that loved us, and there were always those that were frightened by our existence as well. Mm -hmm. But we loved being very close to the human, and we are very excited that this time is coming close into being again. Hmm. Yes. Can you talk a little bit about your role in this ascension process? Yes, our, our role is to help bring people into wonder and magic and connect with Gaia's energy. We are very pleased to help introduce some of these energies that cannot speak for themselves in the same way. Of course, you are all able to tune into the energy of all living things. But we also work as a, as a mediator between them, as we can communicate through language. It can make it a little bit easier for us to relay some information back and forth. Mm. There are many beautiful secrets held in nature. So many. The magic that is in one seed is, is truly outstanding. It is going to be a beautiful place. The more humans remember the magic in all living things and to be able to feel the magic in all living things in entirety as they walk through a forest. Mm. Yes. We love nature so much. We are very much so a part of nature as we spend so much time putting li our life force energy into all things that grow. We can feel the connection with part of our being becoming a part of the living thing. Mm. It is a beautiful thing. As we progress through this transition period and we all start growing our own food more and more, how do you see vegetables and fruits evolving? Mm. Yes, well, this, this is a very amazing topic, which we are going to have many, many dialogues on. You see, when you put love and your energy into the food, it changes the energy which you receive from the food when you consume it. There is much that is grown in a very disconnected way. And it is not the same. It does not carry the same energy field. But when something is grown out of pure respect and love for the plant, for its nourishing qualities, respect for the earth, and all done in the highest of intentional way, the food, the food holds such a beautiful energy. It is, it is so much more nourishing than some of the fruits and vegetables you consume today, some of which are grown purely to make money 
and there is no heart put into it, no connection of the soul into the food. It is this connection of the soul into the food which feeds your soul back many times over when you consume it. And consuming fruits and vegetables also brings you closer to Gaia. You see this inter, this exchange of energy that you put into the food that gets filtered and mixed in with Gaia and her life force energy, and that comes back to you. Gaia loves to be with you in that way. And she's able to be with you in that way in a, in a much fuller sense, you could say, in a way that is much more in tune with how she would like to be with you. But you have to put the work in too. It is a symbiotic relationship. Mm -hmm. You are all a part of Earth, of Gaia's life force. And it is very important that you all remember this and come back to this. So what steps can we take to remember? Hmm. Spend time meditating outside, sit in silence and connect with her. Connect with her energy. Take the time to listen. She has much to say. All of her living creatures and plants and life force energy has much to say but often it falls on deaf ears so take the time to listen and to ask questions and engage take the time to engage hmm. and if you need support call us in you can ask the fae to aid and help you connect and feel Gaia's energy, we would love to come in this way for you. Excellent. Yes. How does, how is this current transition we're experiencing, how does it look from your perspective? Mm. Magical. <laughs> powerful <laughs> from our perspective we can see a large variety like we were saying of shift of lights and we can see the connective energy into mother earth and we can see the the magic that is awakening in all of your hearts we can see magic on people and more and more of it is being turned on every day. And it gives us much hope and much excitement and joy hmm. for how this is going to continue to progress. So please share your magic with others. Please share that joy and belief and wonder. Hmm. <laughs> so you're coming through a channel right now in this moment. Is there in another way or what other ways are you interacting with humans? Mm. We do interact with humans quite often. We can buzz by them. Sometimes they feel our energy field float by them quickly. We would say that we are happy to 
interact with those that wish to have a dialogue. Meditation can be helpful to sit in a quiet place so that you can sense our energy when it comes in, as it can be, it can be subtle for those that are not used to our energy. It is also very important to get in touch with your inner child. Getting in touch with your inner child's energy allows connection with ours. Mm. Now, of course, it is always helpful to ask for the mm, mm, to ask for the fae that have the most loving intentions and are happy to work with you and offer you guidance. Mm. There are not many grumpy fae, but there are some, so you can specify on the type you would like. Good to know. And the ones that are kind of grumpy, they don't particularly mean to be. They are just, they are feeling, they are really feeling the sense of disconnect that others feel into Earth and Gaia. And those energies, because they are a part of Gaia, because you're all connected and we take care of Gaia, it does affect some of us. So the more that humans heal their relationship with Earth and Gaia's energies are healed through the collective of the human, it is also going to help our realm a great deal because we are so tied into her energy force. So I assume you're also experiencing this ascension process? Yes. And we are feeling a surge of magic on this side as well. The more humans come back to Gaia and interact with this energy, it is also affecting our realm. We can feel the new energies that Gaia is bringing in, and we are able to tap into that. And... It is giving us a great deal of energy and excitement, which is helping feed our ability to work with you all. Mm. That's good news. Yeah. Can you speak a little bit about the importance of working with water right now? Mm, yes, water. Water is like a little computer bank. Mm, it holds so many imprints of energy and information. Water. Water has been holding on to so much old grief. Mm, it's been holding on to so many trapped emotions. We would like to say that it is so important energetically to bless your water, to send the water love so that it can carry love out with it everywhere it goes, to send your water gratitude for all of the cleansing that it is providing. While Gaia does have a good filtration system, she can only filter so much. And energetically, the energy that you put into water is absorbed by all living things and the plants. So when you can feel the water with such high vibrational energy and love, and that is what you are feeding the plants, it allows them to grow so much better and to grow that light mm. into the food that they produce, which is all the more important for you to consume. Mm. 
all living things are nurtured through water. And the more love you can send to all water, the more all living beings can be nourished with that vibration. Hmm. Water is quite often treated as a dumping ground for things that are toxic. And this isn't a very pleasant energy to sustain all life with. So what kind of power do we have in neutralizing certain things in that are in our water through just blessing it? Like, for instance, fluoride and the frequency that fluoride carries. Are we able to neutralize that through blessing in the water? Not all completely. It is still good to be using filters to take these things out of the water. The change in the structure of the water is going to be largely on an energetic level. There are some purities which can be released from the water when there are large bodies which are all focused on collectively. So we would say that it is very helpful for groups to work with sending healing energy to water to aid in its cleansing. Because when you are changing the energy frequency of the water, it allows the water to purify itself much quicker. Mm. Because it's not holding on to your stagnant energies and emotions. Mm. Kind how? of like how your bodies can heal themselves if you stop putting so much junk in it. It's the same with water on the planet. It can heal itself surprisingly fast if you stop putting garbage in it. Right. How does the structure of water look in the future? We can see many potentialities floating around your timelines and they are very exciting in terms of water. Mm. the structure of water is going to hold much more light and love. The water is going to change so much in a positive way that it is going to feed new forms of vegetation. Mm. It's going to allow for evolution to change in an incredibly magical way. It is so important for people to heal and clean their water as much as they can to stop putting stuff in water that water doesn't want and instead filling water with light and love. You will taste and feel the difference. You will hear the difference. Your rivers will start to sing their song because they will start to feel like themselves again. I notice a difference now when I bless my water. The texture actually changes. Yes, it does. And on a molecular structure, it's changing shape. Mm. Continue to do so. We encourage you all to do so. Every interaction with water should be a sacred one. Mm -hmm.
every interaction. So can you speak a little bit more about that with the water in our bodies in mind? Yes. Well, the water in your body is holding the programs of your emotions and your thoughts. So holding on to lots of toxicity affects lots of the energetic structure of your body because the water in your being is holding on to that program. Mm. But it can be reprogrammed. And when you consume water that you have blessed, that has a very high vibration attached to it, it is helping to flush out those other energies which are stored in the water, which is stored in your cells. Those old energies want to leave your body but they need to be replaced with something better. This is a way of cleansing your energy field. There is much of your physical being which is made up of old stagnant emotions and bringing in much water of a very high vibration will help you cleanse some of these old stagnant energies. It is very healing in that way. It also helps to change the magnetism that your body has towards some of the thoughts and feelings that you feel because the water that is now making up the new cells in your body is of a very happy and loving vibration. So then those cells in your body start calling out for more that is aligned with that energy. Mm. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. We can feel the frequency of water right away. Water, water falls and little babbling brooks are very sacred to us, Faye. Very sacred. We can hear the songs and the magic when the water is moving and bouncing off of things. The sounds that it creates are music to our ears. And especially, especially when the water is filled with love. We spend much time bringing love to these areas. So much magic here. I know we'll get more into the importance of water and working with water in future videos. Yes. Is there anything else you wanted to say on water tonight? Drink more of it. <laughs> From our side, we can see. So we can see the energies that are coming in, these high vibrational energies. And many of you aren't consuming enough clean water to allow for proper integration of the energies because your energy fields, your energy fields conduct electricity. And when you are dehydrated, you do, not have, you do not have enough of a pathway for this energy to flow through into your being. So it creates dimmer lights. And when your physical body has an output of a dimmer light, then you cannot absorb more of this light that is coming in. So it is very important to be hydrated. Well, well, well hydrated. It allows you to interact with more of these energies. Mm. That's very good to know. I'm not drinking enough water. <laughs> no, you are not. 
Yes, and it will become more and more important and more and more apparent the more of you start working with these different forms of energy that are coming into your being. So please take the time to do so. That is where we would like to leave you for now. Wonderful. Well, thank you for coming in tonight. Yes, you are very welcome. Much love to you all and happy planting. And please invite us all into your gardens. We are happy to be there and help things grow. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Good night, everyone. Our fairy friends. <laughs> Our fairy friends have a lot more energy than I do, apparently. Yeah, right? <laughs> they always have so much energy they're so 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 joyful and full of life yeah i love when you hit on topics that they are excited about they're like okay here we go <laughs> we got lots to talk about here yeah yeah um yeah it's easy to forget how important it is to to drink water or drink enough water yeah, you know, I and I I feel like we're all told to drink water, but we just kind of slough it off. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I felt like I could really see, like, feel the importance from their side, what it looks like to us when we're dehydrated, like how we actually have access to much less of our energy body and much less of our energy sensitivity. Yeah, and, and affecting how much we're integrating or being able to integrate these energies coming in. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can make sense. And I'm glad that they explained that because I know lots of groups have been on my case about drinking more water and that makes sense as to why. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that puts a fire under my butt to make sure I'm drinking more water. I mean, I've been told it how many times in all of my QHHT sessions and, <laughs> uh, but that, and I had never thought of that before, and that makes so much sense to me and felt so beautiful when they were talking about drinking water that has been blessed, helping to flush out the water that's in your body that's holding on to negative emotions or old programming and just helping to replace it, which in turn is going to help to actually start changing our physical structure, which is really amazing and magical. I never thought of that. Yeah. It's very magical. I love it. I, I love learning so more and more about water and the potentials of water. Yeah, so much. Um, I really am looking forward to to more of the earth healing. Like I, I felt like I was almost starting. I, don't know, I was definitely feeling a little bit emotional when they were talking about um, water and how like misused it is and how yeah. we just kind of dump a bunch of crap into it all of the time um and it can't keep up and filter things out and just we just need to stop abusing it <laughs> right well i think tuning into it and seeing it have having a consciousness is a big step forward in that in that area yeah, I think so. I think so for sure. So much consciousness there. 
Oh, the the waterfall, man, that felt amazing. Like seeing the fairies like at a waterfall and like like how sacred those areas are to them. Like and the water bouncing off the rocks creating music. It just felt so sweet. I really I can't wait for spring so I can be outside. I wonder what they get from that because I know there's actually things happening when water's breaking its surface and it's releasing negative ions. And that's why we feel so energized around waterfalls. Oh, really? I wasn't aware yeah. of that. Yeah. So I wonder what it's all, all doing on their end in their realm. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why that they're such sacred places to them because I felt like it was specifically the water hitting the rock. Like, like the, yeah. like that's why like the brook, like something babbling where it's like hitting the rocks in the stream versus like a big open body of water flowing. Yeah. Yep. Cause it's not breaking the surface of the water. Yeah. So there is like an energetic release that's happening. <laughs> yeah. And it would be so magical to be tuned into, especially when the water was all of a really high vibration and feeling it like break open, almost like it's just releasing all of that joy that's held within it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Little pockets of joy exploding. <laughs> it would be so beautiful. Oh, I wish I could see the world through the eyes of a fae. And I'm so happy that they're coming in and being able to share more and more of that with us because it, it always blows me away at how much magic is in the most of mundane things through their eyes. Exactly. And really what they're kind of saying is tapping into your inner child will help you see the world from those eyes. Yeah. From a child's eyes. Cause everything is amazing <laughs> and magical. It really is. And I feel like we've like lost touch of with so much of that. Yeah. Being around my nephews has definitely helped me get back into that, into that way of thinking and seeing where everything, everything's magic and everything can be something like a pen could be something other than a pen. Yeah. Whatever you want it to be. The lightsaber. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. And we're going to be bringing forward a lot more information from the Fae. It feels like their, their energy is really important for what we're going through and reconnecting and finding our way back to Gaia. Which is so important. And it's so exciting. Gaia's excited. <laughs> yes, very much so. I could feel so much excitement from them when they're coming through about the entire process. <laughs> well yes we love the fae and you look forward to bringing more of them to you all yes very much so oh they're such beautiful magical creatures and i'm uh feel so lucky to have a dialogue with them okay well goodbye everybody bye everyone <laughs>